3: Dummy,
0: you're listening to the Dome Patrol podcast. What's up, Odette Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol podcast, the official Saints podcast of the fans first sports network. I'm your host Jason, and today we'll be diving into this Sunday's game against Tampa for our uh, our game preview. <laughs>
1: by Andre Fletcher from the Buccaneer Bay. Shout out to everyone. (laughs) Shout out. uh,
3: You know, glad. Happy to, you know, be a part of the team. And I'm happy and excited for this matchup.
0: It's got to be an interesting season for you guys. I'm sure coming in, I mean, the division stinks. We all kind of knew it. We just thought the Saints were going to be the best of the bad teams. But especially after losing Tom Brady retiring but you bring in Baker Mayfield and well, the season kind of started a little slow but now the Bucks are one of the hottest teams in the NFC, rattling off a few wins in a row. You guys all, oh, also beat us earlier in the season in the Dome. It was kind of shocking and maybe the beginning of the unraveling of the Saints season and people realizing, hey oh shit, this isn't going to be good but you guys are playing really well and are really taking control of the division. It's kind of wild. It looks like Baker's kind of found a home.
3: Yeah, he has. He I, I think he comes back on a 3-4 year deal next year. Um, shout out to Dave Canales, what he's been able to do. I think Baker just needed the belief or to have somebody in his ear that believes in him and, and knows if I put him in the right situations, he can do this. With Mike Evans, with Chris Godwin, we're able to Uh, put Rashad White in the passing attack more which we didn't utilize early in the season and now you see him goes off for screens for 30 yards 35 yards for a touchdown so he's opening up we also got a little better at running the ball at the end of the season too so I think everything is just coming along in the system and everybody is just playing on one beat.
1: Can I recommend that y'all sign him to a three-year $150 million deal, similar to what the Saints gave Derek Carr. I think that's a good base model for for Baker Mayfield (laughs) since him and Derek Carr basically have had similar careers. So you will definitely overpay him. He's 30, 37, 39 thirty-nine, nine a year will be perfect for him. He's
0: definitely earned it if he wins the division, right? I mean, for sure,
1: right? I mean, he's a division I, winner. Gotta, I, you got to reward the man.
3: I, listen, I look at that that Geno <laughs> Smith contract, and I'm just praying it's around that line. With a whole
1: lot of exit, more. with a whole lot of yeah. exit strategies, just in yeah. case.
3: <laughs> just in case, just in case, you know. But give him the money, man. He he really deserves it.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll say I've I've never been a Baker hater. Um, I, I I liked his attitude and winning in college. Um, I wasn't sure how he was going to be in the NFL. I thought he was. Uh, I mean, he had such an up and down career that I, I, I mean, you never never know what kind of coaching and game planning there was in Cleveland. Um, you saw some some spark last year with the. Uh, with the Rams you're like well, there's kind of a quarterback there when he's got a couple of receivers it was kind of was strange seeing that in a few games but um I, I it's hard for him playing for the Bucks because I don't want to pull for him for sure but um, I've never disliked him and his kind of uh, competitive attitude and fire that some people kind of get annoyed about
0: and there has been I a lot of it. yeah yeah there's been a lot of mention of him lately among Saints fans because you could have gone for a signed a shorter deal with a prove-it contract with a guy like that instead of just giving Carl all this money. And if a car turns out to suck, which has kind of happened so far, we're stuck. There's nothing the Saints can do, and it doesn't look good going so, forward. And it's kind of really worked out for Tampa this year. So,
3: so to me, um, it's a good and a bad to have that. You know, sometimes you would want him to be more mature. But if everything is rolling the right way, the locker room takes on his attitude. And it's a great attitude to have as a team. Just week to week I just his mentality you see some of the runs that he has he he doesn't go down without a fight and I think that was huge for like the players to see that early on to see okay you're fully invested in the team you're trying your best we're trying our best to prove other people wrong throughout the whole season.
1: I think they just came together on that one accord yeah whether whether it's a team or just a player, um, effort makes up for a lack of talent um i mean the, the 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 lions are playing really well this year well well the last two years they were competitive in games and they were lacking in talent in some of their systems but they just had that dog mentality um and you're, you're seeing that with the Raiders this year who are not a talented team with what they're putting on yeah. the, the 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 field but they're very competitive in games and you know play, playing teams much better than them and i mean either blowing the doors off of a team, it's not that good or, or even beating the chiefs Um, mm-hmm. bakers maybe that guy like I, I like his attitude but i mean he's not uh, the prototypical big armed you know yeah. huge you know six foot four quarterback and all so some of that he needs to have that attitude that makes up for it versus the the Derek Carr attitude that we've seen has kind of been more tantrums and whining than um come run through this wall with me and which sucks because when we first signed him in the offseason that's the way he you kind of brought the team together was, Hey, we're going to go run through this wall together. And like, we're, we're all going to do it. And like, it, he has, it just hasn't uh, seemed to, to, to come out that way on the field where Baker is that guy. Baker will fight for his guys. I would see him fighting a defensive lineman that outweighs him by hundred pounds. Exactly. Yeah, Derek, Carr, Derek Carr
4: hasn't kind of followed through with the script that he was reading everybody in preseason. He, like you said, Wesley, he was definitely, along the lines of you know follow me i'll run through this brick wall for you and at the first sign of adversity he's just kind of immediately why did you guys push
1: me into and... that wall
4: Like, I was, <laughs> exactly like, like that. I was just
1: standing still and you guys knocked me into the wall <laughs> <laughs> well so andre can of tell us um i mean we're on the offensive side let's do offense first and then defense what's what have the What have the Buccaneers figured out this year? What's What is the the mentality and like what's making them successful first on offense and then on defense?
3: So first, um, previous years, you know, when we had Brian and Leftwich, we just had a super team. So it wasn't like you had to scheme up a lot because of the one on one matchups. You just had them all over the field. You had a Gronk. You had an AB on the other side that could take care of the slot or the middle. Dave Canales moves around Mike Evans. He moves it around. He he does whip routes, in routes, dig routes now, instead of just the post in the corner. He set those routes up now, and it it's it is totally different. He moved Chris Godwin to the outside instead of predominantly to the slot. So he's moving guys around. He, he also wants to establish the run. When we uh, ran the ball last year, you know, it was four times we rushed. It did Brady, just – throw us home now we we have to like uh we're more 50 50 if if you go down uh all of our box scores and you see it's like run uh pass attempts 36 runs 32 it's always an even divide and that's what you really want and and he stick to it even when we we couldn't run we was bottom we was 32nd week seven week eight but he kept with it the offensive lineman got better. Luke Getticke, listen, man, one of the worst right guards I've seen play football last year. We put him the right tackle. He's one of the best young tackles. Worst moves from right tackle, to left tackle. Um, some people questioned it. Some people was like, you don't move an uh, all-pro talent and the blah, blah, blah. He proved everybody wrong. Fantastic. Cody, Cody Mock, um, which was weird. He was better at pass protection, the run blocking. Early on, and then since the indie game, he's turned on. Robert Hainsey, he turned on. So I think the offensive line unit is much better. We use – also Rashad White is used in the pass attack. Add along with Mike Evans getting moved around all over the field, you have a deadly potent offense.
1: Yeah, it, um, it was interesting, too, because weren't there a lot of trade rumors about Evans in the offseason that he maybe man. didn't want to be here he, yes. right up and right up until the first games. So he
3: so his demand was really, you know, I've been here for so long. I've, You know, I helped do everything. I kept quiet when A.B. wanted the targets, when Chris Godwin wanted the targets just to make people happy. Just solidify my future here. That was more of what I got from Mike Evans. That's why he's more of, I'm going to talk about it. This is the deadline. And then you haven't heard a word. So all that did was rise up his bag to whatever he thought he was going to get and probably another five to eight million more, man, per year. He's killing it.
1: I really thought that that was going to be a huge distraction for y'all this year. And I, I thought that Mike Evans wasn't going to handle this, the, the professional way that he has. And I, if he would have handled it unprofessionally, I wouldn't have blamed him because he he deserves to get paid by Tampa Bay. What he's 100%. been through with Jameis and then being there <laughs> and to, trying to calm down on Antonio Brown. And then now yes. for Baker, like Mike Evans sticking there and being the face of that franchise, like he he's been through some stuff with and, and kept his mouth shut for a long time. So I'm, seriously i really thought he was going to be a big distraction for y'all um during the year but uh like you said he made the choices and now that guy's going to go get 25 million dollars a year or more kind of guaranteed for a few years he's fixing to secure the bag for sure (laughs) and then so i I guess we probably should have i mean uh, started with just bringing everybody up to speed um of what i said about the winner of this game the buccaneers in order to not win the division, would have to lose this week to the Saints and next week to yeah. the Panthers. Yeah. The Saints would have to win both weeks against the Bucs and the Falcons. So I, the, the winner of the – I think that the the Bucks could bench Baker Mayfield and beat the Panthers with – whoever y'all's backup <laughs> quarterback is uh, it was josh mccowan there so i don't know who's there oh
3: okay. no it's I, I told Trash. somebody you earlier didn't... today oh yeah i bu- still got kyle trask i, I
1: told didn't... somebody oh well okay wait uh, maybe, maybe not kyle. <laughs> what what i specifically told somebody earlier today is that y'all could bench baker mayfield to keep him healthy the last week and y'all could beat the panthers with ian book <laughs> and i believe that i'm not sure <laughs> if you can do it with kyle trask <laughs> um, but, but with but the with in book, I think that's uh, fine. you talked to so, some
3: Bucks fans, he should have <laughs> been starting months ago. So, hey, you that's know, so, funny.
1: so just just to bring that to speed, like, I, I don't think there's any way any iteration of this Bucks team can lose to the Panthers. The Panthers are one of the worst football teams I've ever seen. Um, I, I think y'all could rest a whole lot of people and uh, and, and be just fine. Um, no matter what happens this week, so, yeah, yeah, Bryce Young oh my goodness man that's a hey it's good hey you're happy he's in the division though right yes absolutely <laughs> can, can you imagine if cj stroud was over there and we were like oh seriously like i mean like yeah we're we're figuring this out we got some veteran quarterbacks but uh this guy's going to be a game changer
3: listen cj stroud in the second half didn't have to punt <laughs> against my defense i'm so right? glad <laughs> i'm so glad i'll have to play yo, two years two times every year bro
1: yeah, I'm, I'm definitely glad it's uh, what the Panthers are falling apart.
0: Yeah, I if 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 we had Lattimore playing this week, I'd feel like there's a sliver of a chance because I know Lattimore can shut down Evans, but without him, Whew. I I just don't know. And and you know, White's been running the ball really well, and that's kind of been a, an issue with the Saints. The Russian, the run defense has kind of been a struggle. I mean, a lot of the season has honestly been a struggle. I think our cornerbacks have played well, but other than that, it's. And outside of a game here and there, there just hadn't been any consistency, at least on on the defensive side of the ball. We were supposed to be this great defense, but it's an older team, and it's just... I'm wondering if some of the players are are starting to mentally check out.
3: I wanted to Mm -hmm. ask, because one of my favorite players on your team... I I had a favorite player on your team. I know it's it's kind of terrible to say. But what happened to Pete Warner?
1: Well, He got injured last year. um, And so... He looked like for the first half of last year, like the future of linebacker in the NFL. Like he was absolutely tearing it up. Um, So he went out with the injury and then he just hasn't made the, the necessary next step um, of of how of getting better the next year. Um, If anything, maybe the injury regressed him a little bit. He's not terrible. He's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. Um, You also, it's so hard to say with DeMario because Demario keeps getting older, but he is honestly playing the best he's ever played in his career. As far as the the linebacker role, not he, last year he blitzed like crazy, but what he's doing at linebacker is man, I, I think he's still rated as the number one right linebacker in the NFL yep. by PFF. I mean, he which is, is yeah. which is crazy, crazy. So I don't know if that Werner's playing bad. It's just I mean, Demario is just a dominant force sitting right mm-hmm. next to him, um, and then uh, Werner hasn't taken the step to 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 get an you know, a year more of
4: growth and better. I
1: think, think Woon has okay. lost
4: a bit of speed compared to last year. I think, yeah. I think that's been the biggest difference. He's not as quick as he was last year. And I don't know whether the injury is, uh, has caused that, uh, that drop off in speed. He,
1: he, he does. He's still a smart player. Like you'll see him, uh, somebody's running like a sweep reverse or something like that. And he'll just be there and he'll talk, make a tackle on the backfield. Like he, he is smart about diagnosing what's going on. Like James said, he's got a little bit small, uh, you know, slower maybe but also the marios i mean it doesn't help either that we have um a not a very good defensive line and our mm-hmm. defense is centered around the defensive line holding their guys so that these two linebackers can make plays um they're not doing that as as well this year we don't have uh, good enough starters or depth on the defensive line so it's making it harder on the linebackers um, this is and we've actually had multiple games this year where some of our Safeties have or cornerbacks have been the leading tacklers instead of Demario. Oh. Now, still Demario more than half the time, but last year it was every single time. It was either Demario or Pete Werner were your leading um, tacklers. When it becomes your cornerbacks and safety being your leading tacklers, that's not really a really good sign for your defense. It's not,
3: not at all, man. So, no. good.
0: Oh, I was gonna say. So, moving to the other side, of the ball. Yeah. Um, I mean, just. Doing a quick glance at the stats, nothing really jumps out on Tampa's defense. But I mean, has it has it. Was was there a slow start to the season? They've been playing better lately. I know the schedule's about as easy as ours is, so maybe some of the stats can be skewed. But I mean, is there anything that's jumped out or any surprises on on defense um, for Tampa, for the Bucks this year?
3: Oh, you they, you they, talking about the defensive rookie of the year candidate, Yaya Diaby? Uh, six and a half sacks and, uh, 10 tackles for loss, man. He's, and he's only started five games. So like, he's like that's what he's doing, man. It's can is, is, is second in tackles for loss. He missed first four games of the season. Like these guys, we, we hit, we hit it out the park in the draft. We wanted to build up the trenches and that's what they wanted to do. First, second and third round picks out the park. That's the difference.
0: Man, this is the second week in a row we've talked, we've talked to somebody that who's who this team has actually hit on draft picks. Meanwhile, we've got a second-rounder, defensive end Foskey, who barely plays, and third-round running back can't get on the field.
3: Uh, Rashad, I mean, Kay Audit, fourth-round pick. Trey Palmer, sixth-round pick. Christian Izian is the undrafted slot corner that we have.
0: Must be nice. Uh, uh, I miss uh, the days uh, of having a good draft.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but that's in, you know, Levante David being Levante David. You know, one of the best off-ball linebackers in the league. And Antoine Winfield, um, to me, has been one of the three or four best safeties in the league, up there with, like, Kyle Hamilton and, like, Jesse Bates. He's fifth. He has five forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries, three picks, I think four sacks. Like, he's an all-around safety. And there's a lot of games you go back and look. He
4: makes incredible plays. So um, you see him in the highlights like, every week. Every, every week, week when you're watching Red Zone, he's making a play at some point during the game. Sometimes multiple, whether it be like you said, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, pick six. He's he's always there making plays every week. So yeah, I um, I
3: think the youth is what really kicked it off when Kansi and Yaya started to start together, and 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 started to add with Vita Vea because we don't really have an edge rusher outside of Yaya JT uh, JTS has not developed for us. That's uh, he's, he's not been good. Shaq Barrett. It's probably a rotationary player right now after the Achilles, he's just not the same. He doesn't have that explosion. So when we started him and he started to take off, he helped it stopping the run. He's our most powerful uh, edge stopper. Like he's a freak of nature. So starting some of the younger guys, probably helped out and you know he was starting ryan neal up in deep uh, deep thirds he had to bring him to the box play d delaney a little bit more uh for back thirds. so i think he started to get comfortable and know the weakness of the players and be like okay I, I i can't i can't just sit here and watch this happen week after week i have to make an adjustment and luckily that's what balls have done the back half of the season
0: must be nice
1: now, is there an area where, where is there an area where your defense is um potentially um weak and can can be exploited? Um oh, uh we we give up the most explosive uh
3: plays in the league and we 32nd in yards, um, <laughs> passing yards allowed.
1: And aren't the Saints number one in the league in plays over twenty yards? Or we were number we were close at one point. Like it was our offense is bad, but our explosive three. our explosive plays were like one of the best um in the league. So it's, it's our standard
0: kind of offense. That's us. Oh, okay, so there's there's a little bit of hope then. There's a little bit of hope we will have Shahid. I think I don't think Alave practiced today, but I would have, I would he think Alave it. is going to play. It. Okay, I, yeah, he'll he'll play.
3: And and I think Carlton Davis is not out of concussion protocol either. So I think it's just going to be Dean and McCullum on the outside. So we won't be yeah, four. I think, I think from cool. the
4: injury report, he was still he was still a DMP today. Nope. Yep.
3: Y'all got chances. Card just have to to click. I mean, he, he he has to show up, and I just think uh, Taysom Hill probably needs to be used a little bit more from what I've seen in the red zone, especially um,
1: everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. I mean, just a red zone. He has success every time he touches the ball. Just about like it's kind of ridiculous not to have him touch the ball fifteen or eighteen times a game.
0: So one one thing you will notice as you watch the game, you'll be amazed at just the the blandness of the offense, the the bad play calls, the lack of use of certain players, especially in the red zone. Graham's been active a bunch of games, but when he plays, he scores touchdowns and Taysom Hill should get more work, doesn't get more work. Our offensive line's been iffy this year. We really thought it was gonna be I don't I don't know that it was gonna be a strength, but it we weren't we didn't expect to have to worry about the offensive line. And while they haven't been awful the last few games, it's just not what they expected. The Saints really haven't been able to run the ball a lot at all this year. And they just can't sustain drives.
3: That sounded like our offense first year, first half of the season. We couldn't we couldn't do anything because he wanted to run the ball and it was second and nine. And let's run the ball again. Now it's third and seven. And you you're just not helping. You're not helping the team like that at all. You're not. The defense
1: uh, get worn out. Now, go, going this late into the season, so we're you know th- two games left, and you're, you're about to lock up the division and win it, which is always an accomplishment to win the division. Where do you sit of figuring out how real any of this is, and going, okay, winning the division is one thing, but we're potentially winning the worst division in the history of football. And like I know the Saints, like one thing that even with us is our you know, when our record was 500 last week and we were like, yeah, but we're have a 500 record against one of the easiest schedules in the history of football. Mm -hmm. Um, Like where, where are you reconciling that where you're going like, okay, the team's getting better, but we're playing well against bad competition, like of trying to figure out like, are we actually good or are we just the best of the bad teams? I I think coming
3: in this year, just with the expectations, I wanted to see how much talent was on the roster because now we're, we're dealing with negative money. Brady is gone. We we have to figure out what we're going to do next. So this year, to me, I just wanted to see who's actually playing, who who deserves to be on the team, deserves to be a starter. Um, are some of the older players coming back? Can they play good? Or are they past their prime to the point to where we don't have to give them the money? And then next year, we're, we're top 10 in cap space. So we add the pieces that we need in another draft uh, class to also add to what we need. Um, I think we could – this is a good team. I, I And I was telling people before the season, uh, it's too much talent on here to tank. I thought personally just with eight or nine of the returning defensive starters on a top 10 defense, top 11 defense in the league, it's hard to say you're going to just win two or three games, especially when the defense – had you in the games for most of the uh, season last year, so it was more of watching talent, seeing where it would grow.
1: What and do what we do, need. What does Baker do? <laughs> is this good Baker yeah. or bad Baker?
3: because I, I was already looking at quarterbacks. I'm being honest with you. I was already <laughs> watching draft prospects. I was looking them up, up, and then he just balled out. And I'm to the point to where like we're we're going to probably pick twentieth. We're not getting a quarterback. Right. All the cornerbacks is is probably going by the top 12 picks, top 12 or 15.
0: Well, and, I mean we don't the, have to worry the about Jaden Daniels going to Tampa.
1: The, the thing that y'all are looking good for right now is that, I mean, potentially the way it, where it looks like it's going to be is you're going to host a home playoff game against probably the Cowboys. Um, the Eagles just have such an easy schedule. Um, that I think they're going to win that division. And for all the hope that the Cowboys have had, the Cowboys have been they're a different team on the road. They're bad on the road. Um, they just went to Florida and played really bad against the Dolphins. Um, and so, uh, I mean, I could see y'all having some hope of just controlling that game, slowing it down, keeping it a low-scoring game, and having the team that doesn't travel well, you know, lose another game in Florida.
3: We we have to run the ball. That's what um, Buffalo did. They just gave it to their running back the entire game and said just win the game, and he did. <laughs> so you just have to run the ball, man. Against Dallas, I but honestly, I feel better against Philadelphia. If we played them. I I don't like how the team looks. It doesn't look good the past month.
1: I I agree. Well, I think I think even all year they when they had their nine, they start off nine and zero or whatever. I was like four of those games they were the they were not the best team on the field. And yeah, I give somebody credit. It's who wins wins the game and scores the most points. And they were pulling out games in the fourth quarter. For 55 minutes, they were not the best team on the field a whole lot this year. It was, it was, it was a weird thing.
3: So, yeah, it seems to be – it. it's it's not a strong NFC to where I, I would feel like we would get blown. I don't think we'll get blown out by Dallas or Philly if we played. The, yeah. Would they win? I would probably take them to win, but it, are we getting blown out or, you know, you're just walking out of there and uh, the quarterback got his cap on in the fourth quarter? I don't think so.
1: So yeah. do you have – how confident are you that you all win one game of the next two weeks and secure the division for a home game?
3: I, I Listen, I, I thought we won out a week ago. I think we <laughs> would win because I didn't like how well, Jacksonville. Jacksonville was playing bad football. If yep. you watch Jacksonville, uh, Trevor Lawrence is getting hurt and miraculously playing the game the next game. And it's crazy. You could tell he's, he had a different injury each week and they're just keep bringing them out. And I didn't, I just didn't think it was a good thing.
0: Very similar to what they, we did with Derek Carr. Derek Carr's had a couple of concussions and some other injuries. Now nah, just roll him back out there.
3: Yeah. Nothing's wrong with him. He yeah. keeps getting hurt. Just yeah.
0: <laughs> it's um, crazy, man. Our, our coach is so stupid. <laughs> <That's a relief laughs> to come down to. Our coach, our coaches are just so dumb. <laughs>
3: I really thought Pete was was going to do something different, man. I really did. I thought the the quarterback was the thing that was going to light the fire and everybody. And I had y'all winning the division this year. I really did. I I looked at the talent. I looked at the weapons that you had, and I picked you. I had a second. I didn't. I I do not like Atlanta at all. I didn't like the team. I, I don't like the coach. And the Panthers just didn't give Bryce Young any weapons, so I knew they wouldn't be a threat. So, also, yeah, I, that was that
1: was without knowing that Bryce Young was just a terrible quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: even worse. Hey,
1: so just just you can say we we did the same thing, Andre. We we picked us too. <laughs> 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 and, we and we were all wrong. <laughs> yeah. At least
0: I, I I picked this with a nine and eight record, and even then that was
1: I don't you think went to ten before the first week. I got peer pressure. Before we, I got <laughs> you, were, you were so happy to go to ten wins.
0: Oh, I got fooled by Derek Carr, like a lot of us.
1: Well, this is a yeah. uh, we we do like to get to actual score predictions, um, just so we can begin with nonsense. Uh, James, what's your <laughs> what's your score prediction
4: for the Saints versus the Bucks? You know, this, this season for the Saints has been so stupid and so annoying. <laughs> I, I would not put it past the Saints going into Tampa and oh, winning this stop Just Oh, it. Just to... It's the kind of stupid shit we're going to do. We, and, you and, said
1: and, this uh, against the Rams. I, you know what? Yeah. This is just like the Saints. We're going to yeah. upset the Rams.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, i have got to be right at least one time. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to go the Saints. Are gonna win. Yeah. I like it. The Saints are going to win 24-20. <laughs> oh boy there you
0: go i think i think the team's going to be fired up to win the division i think the crowd's going to be fired up i think they get out early and and the saints fold even though one of our big things is we don't quit i, I think this is the week it all comes kind of crashing down maybe, maybe car gets hurt and james comes in i don't know but i think i think tampa wins 27 to 13
1: Okay, so I swear, what I was gonna say is, I think we do the typical thing where I think this game is like twenty-seven to thirteen with ten minutes left, to where so it just is is a blowout that we're losing, and then we end up getting back and losing like you know thirty to twenty-four or something like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go thirty to twenty-four as the final score, but like every game that the Saints have played the last month, it it actually looks worse than that. <laughs> Andre take us home what a <laughs> what kind of score prediction do you got I'm, I'm picking the bucks oh, I, I, did, I, I didn't say that clearly I'm picking the bucks I, to win 30 I, to 24 I, I
3: think we clinch the division in front of the home fans man I, I have it 24 21 actually I think it's it's probably going to be a little bit close just because it's a, a division rival and I, I I just can't imagine us just just beating up on y'all yeah. I, yeah. I I I just don't I just don't see that, you know, that's
1: how this division is like besides the Panthers, when the when the Bucks, Falcons and Saints play each other, you actually have no idea who's going to win, even if the, one team's way more talented than the other. And one of them has Desmond Ritter as his quarterback. Oh, my God. I, no, listen, I,
3: I if, if you would have heard me 10 months ago, I called that man trash when he played us the last game of the season. It, man. And I stood on that. And people was just, oh, no, he's going to unlock everything. I said he has bad eyes, bad feet, nope. bad hands.
1: I, <laughs> I, Me and James talked about I hated him coming out of the draft. He had all those numbers. I'm like, he can't throw a football accurately. <laughs> like, my, beyond beyond can't read a defense, he cannot throw a football accurately. Like, I was just like, nope, don't. Don't like him. I didn't know why everybody was trying to have him sneak into the top couple rounds, wow. but 24, 21. Yeah, I, I could see it being close. Uh, you know, definitely a final, final score like that. It's nice and stressful for everybody. And puts, <laughs> puts hope in the yeah. It'll J- J- James and them. Jason and Jeff will have hope that that, that that over almost pulled it off and then it'll save DA's job. Cause he only loses by a little bit. Yeah. That's what we're going for. <laughs>
0: he's, he's got these good-looking losses.
3: So <laughs> is Da coming back next year, or
0: it's it's a big uh, debate going around. Okay. I, he should. We all agree that he shouldn't. We just don't know a lot. None of us really have faith in the organization as a whole that they're going to get rid of him.
1: Was it Schefter wow. or Rappaport that put out there that he I think was, it was? Was that Rappaport? Yeah, I think it was Rappaport. Rappaport that said, yeah. So, so Rap sheet put out that last friday that the saints were they were or or was it the day before the rams game? it was somewhere somewhere around the rams game Stay off. That, Stay off. that the that the, the saints were planning to bring dennis allen back this this next year um i mean in the small sliver of hope was like listen i'm never going to root for the saints to lose but the small sliver of hope that is if we just do happen to end the season with a losing record maybe that changes their mind over the next couple of weeks Um, but who who knows? Oh, (laughs) Jesus! Okay, Pete's not coming back. We 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 all have faith that they'll at least do the right thing and not bring Pete Carmichael back. Um, Okay, Dennis Allen doesn't deserve to be the coach of. I would, I yeah, that's.
3: I thought he was gonna get fired middle of the season. The way people was in uproar about everything.
0: The Saints don't do that though. They don't fire. Yeah, that's not really the organization doesn't fire, but. i I think the saints are just staring to be fair they don't
1: fire you at the end of the season no you're right right. (laughs) they keep
0: you way past your expiration date um yeah i just the saints have a long rebuild ahead of them so i I, it's going to get worse before it gets better so if 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 this you know tampa thing is legit with the way the division is unless atlanta gets a quarterback could be an easy couple of years for for you guys yeah yeah
1: for sure
3: Oh, man, that you just put a smile on my face, man. You gave me another Christmas <laughs> God, present. I hate that. <laughs> Damn it.
1: Well, uh, man, boy. Andre, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, can you tell us, uh, listeners, where to find you if they want to uh, come on and either congratulate you or talk trash to you on social media?
3: Got you. Uh, this, you can find me on Twitter at Buccaneers Bay Podcast. It's on Twitter, TikTok. Um, it's... I have a link on the Twitter, on the TikTok, Facebook, Instagram pages as well. If you just go on and you'll find everything. Um, but I do appreciate all of you guys for having me on and you know letting me talk. This was this was good. Uh, this is my first one, you know, clashing up with anybody else on FSN.
1: Well, we're gonna we're gonna we do it for every game. So next year we'll uh, plan on uh, speaking to you at least twice. You know, that's if, if by some crazy way we're not facing each other in the NFC Championship game in a few weeks. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, you, just, uh, Jesus. you just never know. I mean. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm asking
3: for a lot of numbers if we're in the NFC Championship, man. I'm asking <laughs> yeah. a lot of numbers for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, man, and uh, good luck this weekend. Yeah. No problem, Cheers, man. man. Thank you. you all,
3: man
0: Yep,
1: Cheers. Hey, please, oh, please, let's
2: talk about.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available
2: for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
3: The Dome Patrol podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.